Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Ahoy there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. So I don't know how you guys are all doing this evening, but of course, I think everybody here is doing fantastic. We were having some awesome discourse, I think, in the uh, little pre-show thing that we do. Of course, you can see the app bandit with me this evening, and I've got another fellow with me this evening, Unchained. He is an author of a, gr of a great book that I have just found via TikTok. You guys know how much I'm all over TikTok running my mouth, so... It is the Unchained Life Manual, the the six let's see the sixteen bio life bio hacks to upgrade the body, mind, and spirit. I apologize for butchering that. I'm I'm terrible at this. Sometimes. You got it. So, but and and like I found a, somebody started sending me his TikToks, and I was watching, and I was like, whoa! I was like, this guy's on the same level as everything we're over here doing in Unconstitutional Awakening. So I had to have him on to talk to you. So I, how you doing this evening, bud? Perfect, man. I really appreciate the invite. And all we got to do is, is keep riding that wave from, from the pre-show conversation. Right. Oh, absolutely. So I got I to gotta ask, what brought you into the point of wanting to write it down as a book? Well, Western medicine failed me. And number one, let me just start out by saying I do not offer medical advice because in this country, medical mistakes are the third leading cause of death. The third leading cause of death. So this is not medical advice. So long story short, I was into bodybuilding in my 20s. I took all the steroids and did the competition, uh, competition lifestyle, uh, hard way to live, definitely not healthy. And after getting married in my 30s and having some kids, my endocrine system crashed. Uh, depression was, was something I couldn't deal with. No energy, no drive, no motivation. Uh, and to the point where I couldn't even get out of bed. My life was falling apart. My body was falling apart. Uh, I was scared. And I saw a lot of endocrinologists and urologists and doctors to try to get help. And nobody could help me. So I started examining holistic wellness. I, at the time, was not eating organic foods. I was not paying attention to herbal healing, natural healing, any of the modalities that I talked about in the book. And really for me, it was a research project on how to get healthy without relying on allopathic Western medicine, because all they wanted to do was write me prescriptions. Oh, you're depressed. Here's Prozac. Here's Wellbutrin. Here's Zoloft. Here's Valium. Here's Xanax. Here's a blood pressure pill. Here's for your headaches. Here's for some Ambien so you can sleep. Total insanity. And so I finally had a breakdown and I threw everything away. And I started going down the path of holistic wellness uh, about 10 years ago. So I, I was about 35 when, when this all started to unfold. And through research uh, and personal experience, I was able to elevate my total testosterone from 180 as a 35-year-old man to 950 naturally. And wow. once I got to that level, my whole life turned around 
my real estate business went through the roof. The relationship with the wife has been amazing. We've been married 14 years, have two unbelievably healthy, awesome, intelligent children. And I ended up publishing the book. And not only did it change my life, but it has changed thousands of other people's. So, so I guess, could you, could you, you know, without divulging into the book too much, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I'll share links to this. And in fact, I'm sitting here looking at it myself that the, uh, if you've got Kindle or, you know, Amazon prime or whatever, you could, you get the opportunity to check this bad boy out as part of the uh, subscription. So, you know, that's just a heads up there, at least on my subscription end, cause I got Kindle and such. So that, uh, but you know, could you, I guess, give us a synopsis of your, of your book. So it is a fully illustrated holistic wellness manual that covers 16 biohacks to upgrade body, mind, and spirit. You do not need a gym membership to do it. You can do it in the privacy of your own home. We talk about sound therapy, light therapy, cold therapy, aromatherapy, meditation, inversion, uh, the proper type of mineral consumption to re-energize the cellular system in the body. And the most important thing, which I believe is clean water. So over here, we have a whole house water filtration system to get most of the contaminants out of the city, disgusting tap water that's full of 60 different endocrine disrupting chemicals. However, it only removes about 40% of the fluoride. So from there, and I just put a video out today about this on TikTok, it goes to an under sink reverse osmosis system. And then I distill the water. Because if you're familiar with this book, The Hidden Messages in Water by Masaru Emoto, most of the experiments that they did were done with double distilled water. And the reason why is because under a microscope, the distilled water molecule looks like a hexagonal programmable computer chip. And so what Masaru Emoto discovered and there's just one page out of my book, that right there is a distilled water molecule. That is reverse osmosis, and that is tap water, very dirty. So what Masaru Emoto discovered is that when they would present words and images and even music to the distilled water, it would change the molecular structure at the freezing point. And they would take a picture with a dark field microscope. And what he determined is that water can hold consciousness. And his theory, and this has been proven by authors like Dr. David Hawkins, when we talk about the power of the word, also Dr. Joe Dispenza talking about consciousness, when we say things, when we listen to things, when we believe things, there's an energetic frequency to it that can actually be imprinted in the water molecule. And the same thing happens within the human body. I mean, absolutely. I've, I, that's uh, Emoto is something I've talked about before in the past, you know, not, not really so much on this show, on the other show that you can catch me on, on Saturday nights, um, that I do where we talk about, you know, interesting things like this. And we just got finished talking about his like water molecule test and the different things he was doing with like sound and stuff like that. And, and I've, and I can see where that's tied back into things like the Rife machine and, you know, other things in history that they have shown that, you know, there's these sound frequencies and stuff like that that are they, that are great. Well, that's why you don't see church bells. I oh, I totally anymore. Talk about this, that. This, that is a huge thing that Jimmy has brought up constantly. Where is are the, the bells? fact of the ch the where are the real church bells anymore? 
And when they changed the frequency of music. Yep. You guys are they, spot on. The, there, there is a certain Hertz that they changed and it, they changed from a healing sound to a destructive sound. And this goes for radio and television too. They changed it to a destructive sound. Hundred because there you was guys the, are the, you guys are right over the target. <laughs> that's why, I, yeah. That's why, as soon as you started talking and before we hit record, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be a good episode, man." Nope. So you're where it was the old Gregorian chants and the large church bells. You'll see pictures like when you start investigating the Tartarian Empire and Antiquitac and magnetrons and cathodes being cathedrals, they got rid of all those bells because a lot of people believe that the star forts and these large bells were cymatic energy generators that created healing frequencies. And it was tuned at 432 hertz. Yep. So C equals 432 hertz. And they changed it, the Rockefeller Foundation, to 440 and that's where all this mainstream media is tuned to. It's a discordant frequency that actually causes cellular apoptosis, which is a fancy way of saying cellular death. Okay. Okay. That, I mean, and that, that, that makes a lot of sense. You know, makes I mean, sense. Uh, Rockefeller did it. We, uh, yeah. That's all you, know, you, you got to mention. We, uh, we have another one, of, another one of our co-hosts, you know, a guy that helps me on a lot of uh, episodes and stuff, Morpheus, he... You know, he talks about that kind of stuff, of course, and that how it how it has been kind of a anti-human agenda in, in a sense, you know, where they're, you know, it's it's a mixture of things, you know, not only are they doing it in like the radio stuff, but then you get the being sprayed like bugs and all the chemicals in your food. And, you know, like, I mean, it's it's a combination for disaster. It really all is together. They, they took what they learned from the MK Ultra experience and like other things throughout history and applied them all at the same daggum time. Like, and here we are 2022, like, wow. Like I, I, want, as okay. who's I, I want your opinion on something. This, this Jimmy and I have talked about this in depth. There was a Tom Cruise interview. I don't remember which Tom Cruise interview it was. I don't remember, but you know, who's interviewing him. He was going on and on and on about big pharma and um, psych psychiatric meds. This this was Tom and Cruise how they cloned him. Yeah, and how uh, psych meds are totally like ineffective, and they only give it to you so you so they can make money. It does nothing for you, and that chemical imbalances in the brain actually don't exist. I actually, I actually, I will go I actually, back in what you said before. The greatest thing I ever did was get off medication. I, if if you guys don't mind, my mind is not do. at a fault. Do you have the interview? I actually do have a, a clip from the interview. If you guys don't mind, we, you know, I'll play it for you know, you guys and for the folks that are out here listening and watching and stuff. Let me, uh, let me hook it on up here. We'll share the sound. And yeah, because this is this is exactly what you were talking about, Casey. This is some interesting stuff. Yep. That uh, psychiatry is is a pseudoscience. But, to, but Tom, if she said that this particular thing helped her feel better, whether it was the antidepressant or going to a counselor or a psychiatrist, isn't that enough? Matt, you have to understand this. 
here we are today where I talk out against drugs and psychiatric abuses of electric shocking people mm -hmm. okay against their will of drugging children with them not knowing the effects of these drugs do you know what Adderall is do you know Ritalin do you know now that Ritalin is a street drug do you understand that the difference is no, this was no, not Matt, against Matt, her Matt, will though Matt, Matt, this Matt, wasn't Matt, against your question Matt, I'm asking you a question I understand there's know? abuse of all of these things no you see here's the problem you don't know the history of psychiatry I do aren't there examples and might not Brooke Shields be an example of someone who benefited from one of those drugs all it does is mask the problem Matt and if you understand the history of it it masks the problem that's what it does that's all it does you're not getting to the reason why there is no such thing as a chemical imbalance so postpartum depression to you is, is Matt, kind of a little psychological goop, gobbledygook Matt, no no I did not say that. I'm just asking what you no, what would you no, call it abs that Matt that is that post now now you're talking about two different things but that's what she went on the no. antidepressant for but what happens the antidepressant all it does is mask the problem there's ways of vitamins and through exercise and various things I'm not saying that that isn't real that's not what I'm saying. That's an alteration of what, what I'm saying. I'm saying that drugs aren't the answer. That these, these drugs are very dangerous. They're mind-altering drugs. And there are ways of doing it without that so that we don't end up in a brave new world. The thing that I'm saying about Brooke is that there's misinformation. Okay. And she doesn't understand the history of psychiatry. She, she doesn't understand in the same way that you don't understand it, man. Do, do you examine the possibility that these things do work for some people that yes there are abuses and yes maybe they've gone too far in certain areas maybe there are too many kids on Ritalin maybe electric too shock many is kids on Ritalin Matt. I'm just saying but but aren't there Matt. examples where it Matt. works Matt. Matt. You, you don't even you're glib you don't even know what Ritalin is and you know that's that's that in itself to me is amazing is that spot on that wow that's just one of those things. And, you know, I like to, I, me and Bandit talk about that video a few times because I've got this theory about uh, people being replaced that, you know, get out of line that are actors and celebrities and presidents even. And, and I think, cause it was not long after this that the Tom Cruise we know today kind of appeared on the scene. And I totally think they're two entirely oh, did the Oprah people. Winfrey jumping on the couch crazy thing after this. Yeah. Yeah. And I totally think they're two entirely different people because he went off his rocker and started telling the truth about stuff. Uh, he didn't go off his rocker. He just started talking. He just started. Oh, well, truth. they view it as going off their rocker yeah. like myself. You know, they're like, this guy's just a nut job. So, you know, yeah, but, they, but they push. He is right, though. They push so hard to give people these uh, mind altering psychiatric drugs that that's the only thing they do is mask the problem. They don't get rid of the problem. They only mask it. The, the atypical antipsychotics that are currently being prescribed for depression actually increase the rate of suicidality and suicidal ideation. So when someone is a, in a depressed state, they need a deep rest they do not need something synthetic to give them the motivation to follow through with the suicidal ideation. That is what these things do. So there is a, and, and I was there. And so I had to break those chains, hence the name. And the book, the manual was the path to get there. When we start looking at light as medicine, 
when we stop wearing sunglasses when we're outside in the sun unless we're in a years ago i gotta say i I apologize to interrupt on this but no go ahead the sunglasses thing i truly believe um like yes because i i heard about that and i just i used to be a sunglasses guy and i threw them out i just quit wearing them all together and now you know yeah sure sometimes it's a little bright but no like never again if you're in the snow with a gnarly glare and you're snowboarding you're wearing goggles if you're on the lake and there's a gnarly glare you're wearing sunglasses for protection but what you really we just need to invert our perception of the way we look at light we should be protecting our eyes from blue light that is emitted from lcd led screens phone screens then when the sun goes down we put on the dark red ones. The, the dark red ones block all light at the top. And what they do, and I have a chapter on this in the book, sure. they trick your pineal gland into making natural melatonin when the sun goes down. So when it is time for you to go to bed, hopefully around 10 o'clock, because 10 p.m., to 6 a.m. is the optimal time for circadian rhythm to function and make the endocrine system work and energy and mitochondria and all this stuff. But here's the thing. If we don't block the blue light at night and we're not blocking the blue light during the day, we will not produce endogenous, a.k.a. natural melatonin, and we will be unable to sleep deeply and restoratively and most people their adrenals are so shot from caffeine and sugar and cortisol being out of whack they find themselves exhausted all day long then at 10 or 11 o'clock even midnight they are wired and staring at the ceiling and cannot go to sleep that is adrenal fatigue it is excessive cortisol and it is no endogenous melatonin production There are easy biohacks to retune this vehicle so it will be optimally functioning. And that, you know, that it's funny you bring up the blue light thing. That's that's something else that I've done for a long time. You you know, most people. Yeah, why is there a blue light blocker on my phone? On your on your phones, on your computer screens, even. Why is there one there and turn the blue light off? Like when I'm sitting here talking to you guys, like when I ha- when I go back to do my editing and stuff, I have to turn it off for a minute to look at everything because I I'm so used to looking at my computer with it off that everything kind of looks funny to me. Like if you were to if you weren't used to it and you walked up and looked at my computer right now, you'd be like, "What's wrong with your screen?" And I'm just like, "No, no, no, the blue's off. Like it's on purpose. Like there's there's a reason behind it." So it, like it, people it, gotta it, take you're this- right. I it does help with your sleeping and stuff and getting that back in line if you get away from that blue light as much as possible like that, that uh, I couldn't, I can't agree with that more. And I think it's funny that they're putting a lot of those kind of blue LCD led kind of type lights everywhere. Like not only in your televisions and screens and stuff on the side of the road, blah, 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 but they're even changing your light bulbs to those. Has anybody seen the inside of current light bulbs? If you just oh, yeah. dissect them, I like changed all mine to like really mild led lights. They're the, a lot of these modern light bulbs. They're not, they're not good for your health. Like they definitely mm-hmm. radiate the wrong kind of energy off. You, you, I think I know which ones you're talking about, and I think they actually did move away from them to the soft LEDs. We should be using incandescent. 
the spiral yes. ones are you talking about the spiral the light that's a compact light. fluorescent full of mercury there's also yeah. a flicker rate that is undetectable by the human eye so you're looking at a super fast strobe light that your yeah. brain and your nervous system can pick up on but the human eye cannot detect it okay all right that that actually makes sense like that that but truth I, be I, told, man, I mean, people need to take their bodies seriously. Look at just look at society and how they've declined and how like the the men and women have declined and just how they take care of themselves oh, over since the 50s and 60s. I mean, even 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 sooner than that, like there's a there's a picture that's been going around on the Internet a lot that I've even seen recently that is like a picture of California's like beach. In a there were no fat people the on the summer. beach in and the 60s not, and 70s. And yeah, like the 60s and 70s. There's not a look, single overweight Look at the decline. And now like overweight is so common that people are demanding that you, that you accept their body. And like, you know, like sure, some people are naturally big in a sense, but when it's grotesque and unhealthy, like you – you need you you don't i'm sorry it's not that i'm trying to be disrespectful it's i'm trying no, to let you know that it's you need not to do healthy so unchained i take it you're in your 40s 45 okay i'm 41 it's it is insane when you look at people that are it when you look at people that are in their 40s even 30s now and 40s they don't look it they look so much older just it, it's They've taken away, um, I don't want to call it toxic. I don't want to call it mask. They've taken away the masculinity from, they've taken away masculinity from men. Would you like to hear a statistic that proves your theory? Oh, let's, I, yeah. In the, in the, the average 20 year old male in the year 2020 has the equivalent testosterone of a 67 year old male don't in the year it. 2000, in the year 2000, that's only 20 years. Damn. So there has been a full assault on consciousness, the endocrine system, the adrenal system. We live in a society that is rooted in the sympathetic nervous system, which is fight or flight, adrenaline all day long, Starbucks with four shots of espresso at four o'clock in the afternoon. And people don't know why they're staring at the ceiling at 1.30 in the morning and can't sleep. They're exhausted the next day. They repeat the whole process the next day. And the only thing they're thinking about when they're at work is going to sleep. I'm so tired. I just want to go to bed. So they get home, they drink a bottle of wine, they try to knock themselves out, and they're staring at the ceiling at 1.30 in the morning. They're like, Jesus Christ, I got to do it again bed. the next day. Or they take a handful of meds before bed to go to sleep. The average American is on 2.5 pharmaceutical drugs. The wow. average American, 2.5 pharma drugs. That, you know, I that, threw that all away. And the greatest thing I ever did was throw, the, throw all that stuff away when I got out of the military. They had me on a handful of stuff when I got out of the military. I even just meet, even just, I, I attacked it mediocre. Like I changed my diet. I started exercising. I started getting out more. I started uh, just changing my lifestyle. That alone was enough to improve everything straight across the board and not yeah. relying on a, a pill because that's what everybody wants a pill for everything. Every commercial you see on Hulu, Netflix, Prime, 
That's all you see it for is a pill or a shot for something. Why do you think Matt Lauer was given the old Tom Cruise such a hard time? Because this episode is sponsored by Pfizer. Right. No, like that's that that that's a real thing. You know, like people don't realize how much of this lobbying goes on and the sponsorship goes on by these companies. You know, when you, it's, it's funny that you bring that kind of sponsorship thing up. I remember a few weeks back when that whole thing was popular with uh, Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. And it turned out that that whole, that whole episode or that whole show of Grammys or whatever it was, was hosted by Pfizer. Who's trying like, to market the alopecia drug because Will like, Smith's wife has no hair. Well, and it turned out that that was the exact script from a movie in like the 60s, too. Like I seen I seen where they were showing that. And, you know, you were talking about some statistics. You know, here's a statistic that I I learned today that I thought was really interesting. Since 2013, there there were um, the micrograms of aluminum in the rain went up from like a thousand, maybe a fifteen hundred to thirteen thousand one hundred micrograms per liter that are that have aluminum in them. And people wonder why crops aren't growing and people wonder why, you know, you've got all this stuff going on in your body and stuff. Think about think about what the metal does to all these frequencies and stuff that they're sending out there. And you know, welcome everybody. You're part of an experiment that you didn't even sign up for because they're spraying it on everything and now it's coming in the rain and in your food and stuff like that like this is is the beautiful thing about distilled water and fulvic minerals and shilaji is that it will detoxify the heavy metals you know people that get on distilled water and 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 i love that people were telling me five years ago when i started distilling my my water after it would go through the whole house system and after it would go through the ro system I have 99.9% pure reverse osmosis water, but it's slightly acidic. It's 5.5 on the pH scale. When I distill it, it becomes pure H2O. People told me I would be dead in six months. This is five years later. And the first six months, I always had the water retention in my cheeks and my, you know, like my lower chin area. I always had that gone. I could never get rid of it. Gone. It's absolute magic. And fulvic minerals is the best way to detoxify metal from the cells. I, I'm, I'm actually glad that you, you brought that up and went in that direction with that because distilled water is, is a miracle item. Like, you know, people, people don't realize that you should be buying the distilled water off the shelf more so than your, you know, the, the purified or distilling it yourself. Of course, you should you know, be but, making it, my friend, because oh, we no, have to stay I, I away agree. from all plastic. I couldn't, I couldn't agree, but I mean, oh, we you know, just like, had an episode on microplastics. We did. We just, we don't we have to get, so we don't have to get on that one, <laughs> but like we, but I'm, but I mean, as far as, you know, like a lot of people are always like, Oh, purified, purified. And I'm just like, well, you're really buying that purified tap water. Like it's not, ah. it's literally just tap water in a bottle. And then they add salt to it so that you go back and buy more later. Like it's, yeah, it, it it's ridiculous. And we, especially you know, anything still, from Nestle distilled in spring like i being in georgia myself there are i I bring this up quite frequently we have a lot of natural springs in this state 
And it, I mean, it doesn't take anything to go through a walk through the woods and come across one of these natural springs. And, you know, I, I guess a little tip of advice that I've learned from, you know, like hunter gatherer friends that I've had on here and just in life is, you know, anywhere a deer's drinking from nine times out of 10, you know, is pretty safe for you to drink from too. And, you know, they, water's something people always worry about and I get it. It's definitely a necessity to life. And, and it's something I can't recommend enough is to learn how to, it, at the least distill and or purify your own water because because in a time of need or in a time that nestle decides to take it all from us you know we you can take some of the muckiest looking lake water you find and turn it into something that you can actually exist with as long as you you don't know, know what you're doing and there is it's pretty simple to learn how to distill your own water like you know people i don't think people realize how common it used to be and now you just take it for granted because you can go buy you a plastic, you know, a plastic jug or a glass jug of whatever kind of drink you were in the mood for the today, you know, then most of them are just not even water anymore. They're friggin' corn syrup mixed with, you know, a splash of water. Like, it's, it's not, it's so disgusting syrup. when you look at or it. Or high fructose corn syrup. One of the most, dis- I mean, they, high fructose corn syrup has caused more damage to the, to humans and food than and I think anything else they've ever put in food. That and soy, the two of them yeah. together, I think are high just... fructose corn syrup. I mean, they can't even produce it. I mean, they can't even create it in a lab environment. And they can't get it to stay unless it's mixed with something else. But let's just go one step further. Like, how about like diets, man? I think diets are a scam, most of them. No, 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 no. Like the way you eat, the food you eat, not a diet like keto and stuff like that, man. Like people subside on so much processed food. It's unreal, man. Food like substance. Food like substance. It's not even food. I mean, if people knew it was in the meat that was at the grocery store they probably wouldn't buy it no you know no that, that that's what I led to moved, my mini farm like i have moved away from the the package stuff at like supermarkets i try as much as i can now with stuff getting outrageously priced to get stuff from straight from the cattle farm like locally locally processed ground beef here in the state of Kentucky. Hopefully grass-fed, grass-finished, never eating grain in its whole life. Yes, it's grass-fed. That that is the way we're supposed to be eating. The problem is that most people don't have the consciousness necessary to understand that these the cattle in a factory farm environment are sick, they're scared, they have cancer, they're on antibiotics, They're eating GMO corn and soy and cardboard and wood chips and fucking grease and flavor additives to trick them into eating that shit. And And you're eating a absolutely. And they're eating a sick fucking animal. They are not supposed to eat grain. Oh yeah. I mean, when you, and when you eat something that's sick, you definitely bring that sickness along to yourself. Bandit will tell you, you know, he's, he's actually seen, you know, a little bit of it. It's advanced since the last time he's seen it, but I have, 
my own, you know, mini farm type homestead. I raise my own chickens and pigs and, and rabbits and I've got, I do as much here. as I can in a rural environment. Sure. I have as much crammed in and to my, my yard front and back as possible. I do as much as I can because you know, everybody wants to like freak out over these food processing plants and stuff burning down and getting destroyed. I, I'm like, I say good, a. good. They're doing us a favor. Maybe it's the good guys doing, doing us a favor and getting rid of that stuff that people are poisoning themselves with and grow your own. Yep. You and know, you it, can't grow does, it honestly, it does not take that much to grow your own and do it organically. It does not. People think growing a garden, there are, there are a dozen vegetables that you can plant in your backyard that you can pretty much neglect mm -hmm. 100%. <laughs> and it will still grow and you can still harvest stuff and guarantee and, and if it. You don't, and if you don't have a green thumb, you know, like I'm not the best at growing things, but I can grow some, but on the opposite end, I have, you know, fresh raised pork out here that doesn't touch things that it's not supposed to and eats a lot of, you know, like a lot of green and fresh veggies and fresh yard stuff. And the same with my dairy goats that are out here, you know, they, they forage and eat hay and stuff like that. Chickens too. You know, and, and the same with my chickens. My chickens don't get scratched. They chickens. Get, they they eat the, bugs around the yard because yeah. that's their job. Like that, you know, they've, they've, these are things that I, I learned. People are like, oh, well, what do you feed your animals? And I'm like, well, don't they look healthy? And I'm like, well, yeah. And they're like, they eat whatever in the yard, whatever they find. And I bring them vegetable scraps and fruit scraps. And I, I, go, I like to go up to the local grocery, I will go to the local grocery store, you know, or something like that when they're, when they're getting ready to throw a bunch of stuff away and be like, Hey, these fresh fruits and veggies that you got right here that you're about to chunk, I need them for my pigs. Cause they don't eat grains, you know, and we come home, throw them in the pool, get them all washed up. And here you go, you know, because they grocery stores will just waste stuff. And thankfully I, I still live in a small, small rural community that, you know, everybody unfortunately knows your name and, <laughs> and, you know, you, you run it, you run across the ability to, take advantage of a few things like this too. That's great. I mean, if everybody was doing what you guys just mentioned about trying to be more sustainable, respecting the animals that you're going to eat, feeding them properly, growing things, we'd be looking at a different world. 100%, man. We, and we, you could only we, could, we could destroy the egg, the, the, uh, the egg industry, the, the monopoly on eggs, if everybody would put two chickens in their backyard. Yeah. Everybody. You only get out of your body what you put into it. If you poison yourself and drink, I, man, so the drink, if you drink a case of soda a day oh. and put fast food in it and processed food in it, and you don't get enough out, you don't get enough sunshine outside, and you constantly put yourself under stress, you're not going to function at even the, a, a fraction of the potential that that's possible. That's where they want you. Know, you. That exactly. They want you weak and docile so they can yeah. easily like push you around. You know, everybody that got vaxxed is the docile crowd. The cr that's exactly where they want you. They want to herd you in the direction they want you to go, you know, and if you're fat and docile, you're going to go willingly. Hundred percent, like that's, that's. I'm. 
rant you're, over. You'll get in your box car. Like there's just no doubt. Yeah, about rant you're, over. Yeah. You're, you're either gonna you're either gonna unplug and start you know trying to do these things for yourself, or you're you know you're gonna stay plugged in and be a part of whatever agenda they have. You know we we like oh, to mention that's that's where they want you. They want you to they want you to be drinking the cricket milkshake with uh fake synthetic breast milk or whatever the fuck these guys are oh up to now God, man bill gates mentioned that after uh he started bioengineering artificial breast milk after during the whole well what it, it's still going on the whole uh, formula shortage and then there was that um oh there's pallets of there's pallets of formula at the border yeah, sure. I can't remember the name of the rep on Twitter that said, oh, a pound of crickets has more protein than a pound of ground beef. And everybody, everybody under that was like, you see, this is why you don't give up your guns. Exactly. <laughs> this exactly. Why, yeah, this is where they want you. They want you living. I hate to say it. Live in Z-Pod and eat Z-Bugs. Yeah, live in right. Z-Pod and eat Z-Bugs. No, right. man. You got you to gotta, you gotta choose a hill to stand on, man, and this is it. Uh, it. It has come down to, they are, it is coming down to the point where, you know, they're trying, they're doing their best to destroy the nuclear family. They're trying to beat down the masculine man. Uh, it's that, that, but it, that's where they want you. Well, see, they have the media. So they have 90% of the media and the four or the six families that control that. They present the illusion that this is how the world really is. But when you have conversations like these or you go out in the world, you don't see what is being promoted by the mainstream. You know, like maybe 0.6% of the population want to be another gender and they have a 40% suicide rate. And we're not calling that mental illness and giving those people the care that they need because in 96% of the cases of gender dysphoria in children, it's all resolved when they hit puberty. But you have the crazy lunatic parents that buy into the narrative and then they give these kids dangerous chemicals to block puberty, which actually sterilizes them and the damage is irreversible. And in most cases, in most cases, these people regret their transition. This is, this is one of the true pandemics. Oh yeah. There was just a movie out by Matt Walsh called what is, is it? What is a woman? Exactly. Did you watch that? Yeah. Hilarious. It is. A great it, piece. It is eye-opening. Yeah. The chemicals they use for puberty blockers are used to chemically castrate pedophiles. And it is irreversible. They had so many people. Like, I mean, these... I don't want to get on a soapbox right now. I really don't. Get on one, dude. Let's do it. Um, why not, man? That's why Go we're on it. here, so we don't get censored. That's right. Um, it's disgusting what they are doing to it. And I, it's a bandwagon. It's a bandwagon thing that 99% of these people are on right now. They're only doing it for attention. The real people that have a gender dysmorphia, they will go to years and years and years of therapy, years and years and years of therapy. They will see 
um, therapists, and they'll go to therapy, and then they'll make their decision. These parents that are making the decision for their two, five, seven-year-old, nine-year-old, 12-year-old, 13-year-olds and mutilating their bodies, that should, be puni- that should be a punishable crime, what they're doing to those kids. In a sane world, it would be. True. So if my five-year-old runs around with an astronaut helmet on, I'm sending him over to NASA, man, and I'm going to strap his ass into a rocket ship and send him to the moon at seven years old because he's wearing a helmet. He wants to be an astronaut. <laughs> really? Kids change their minds constantly about what they want to be, what they want to do. Sure. You know what? Find me a kid that hasn't played with Barb. Find me a boy that hasn't played with Barbie dolls at one point in his life with his sisters or his cousins. Find, find me one, you know? My, I mean, I've, I've got a five-year-old little boy right now, and he wanted a Barbie to play with his sister with, with her Barbies when she's playing on the floor, and I didn't. There is a legit reason. Which one did you want? Like, I don't There's care, There's a man. legit like, a reason for the LGBTQ community. There is a legit reason for it. 100%. They wanted equal rights for marriage and health care. Sure. But what has happened now, it has been hijacked and turned into something much more disgusting. Very sinister agenda. Very. I, I, I will preach. Oh, man, I, I'm still on it, man. I'll, I'll, stay, I'll stay on this soapbox for this. I support the when it was the LGB community, the LGBTQ community. I will support them when they seek equality for marriage, for health care rights and stuff like that. I don't support it when you've hijacked it and you, you start attacking kids with it. I don't, I don't support that. I will never support that. Uh, because, you're, because you're absolutely right and sane, and you should be able to say that without any fear of retribution. Yeah. And look, people can go do whatever they want in their private life. But when mm-hmm. you start doing your depraved parades and trying to indoctrinate children in every single show that's on TV and start dealing with these topics with young, young kids that aren't even ready for traditional uh, marital relations discussions. Yeah. Yeah. You are way you're it's a, it's a level of insanity that should not be tolerated. uh, And they have literally turned into the aggressors. Leave the kids alone, man. Let kids be kids. The, the, they don't, you, you don't need to confuse boys and girls about which gender they are. You don't need to do, like, ask them their pronouns. Well, and remember again, it, the studies have proven that gender dysphoria in children is resolved automatically in puberty in yeah. 96% of the cases if it is left alone. But if you have progressive, radical, liberal parents that believe the narrative and watch ABC and all this crap, and they put them on these chemicals, it's irreversible damage. Yeah, or teachers. Let's not forget the teachers that are doing this in class. 100%. I'm done. I mean, I'm, it's, done. It's, I'm done. No, it's it's disgusting. No, I can't. I can't <laughs> I'm done, man. disagree with any of the stuff. You know, like I, I, I'm technically, you know, I, I will ruffle some feathers here. 
I don't see why we needed to get the state involved to begin with. Love who you love, marry who you marry, and right talk involving the state. Because all right? you've done is stuck a wedge in between something that you may or may not want for the rest of your life, and now you've got to jump hurdles to get around it because you have involved the state. Like I, I, I've made quite a few people upset in the past because I was against gay marriage rights and the only reason i was against it is because i was against you getting the state involved you yeah. still had you still had a get out of jail free card you didn't have to get the state involved in it and i think it's yeah. bullshit that you have to get the state involved for it to be a thing alabama lord knows is one of the worst places there is don't get me wrong but that's still one of the places that that recognizes common law marriage of any kind you can be in the same house as someone for multiple years and you guys are technically as through the eyes of the state a couple married and that's perfect like there shouldn't be anything else you shouldn't have to go to the state and pay the state money to for a license something to get married you know, and get a license to do it like it's yeah. it's a scam just like all this like you know health insurance and stuff like that like i think i think all of that's a scam like i'm not i'm not a big fan of the medical 100%. industry i watched them pick my grandmother to pieces like it started it starts as diabetes and then the next thing you know you're sitting beside your grandmother in a nursing home because they've already cut her legs off and it just escalates so quickly and like, i you think know, i was already you are I was already against it. more likely to be killed by a doctor in the United States than you are a gun. I was already against the, you know, the medical industry in a, in a sense as it was through stuff that I had witnessed. And then when I watched them take my grandmother apart and kill her, like I, I was, I was done. I made it a, a fact that I would not stop when it comes to, you know, trying to bring awareness to people that, as you said there early and early on that, you know, the medical industry is the, third kill you know third largest killer in the world and and you literally have people and doctors out here doing experiments on you they have a they have a salesperson come and bring them a medicine and tell them that they've got to get this medicine sold if they want to kick back so they do it and i mean i i think it's wrong like it's not it's not what it used to be you know doctors and nurses and stuff like that used to be in it to help people and now it's about who gets to have the bigger house and i i think that's just absolutely fucking ridiculous. They used to recommend what cigarettes to smoke. Think, but I'm saying, I'm talking oh, about, I'm talking about, think about, you know, like back in, you know, I mean, not, not that. And when a lot of people call them like snake oil doctors, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like the old doctors that mm -hmm. used to show up to your house or the old healers that used to show up to your house and give you herbs and things to actually help get your body back right. You know, that's what a lot of these herbs were, you know, are used for is to, is to help you know, like teas and stuff like that to help get your body back in alignment where it needs to be because something's got into it or whatever. And they used to care about you and do things like that. But instead now, thanks to the Rothschilds, you know, we can get into that whole spill anytime. I have a million times, time. have already a million times, we but I'm saying like, you know, get we, into that. there's, you know, it, it's real that, you know, they replaced natural earth grown medicines with petroleum based things to make a profit everything's got petroleum in it, whether it's oh. your medicine, whether it's on your food, whether it's in the devices sitting around you like this, even there's plastic and petroleum and all of it. And, and that's why there's microplastics and all this other harmful stuff in the world, because we're not supposed to consume this plastic for one. And then on top of it, you start adding this other stuff to it. 
and it doesn't make it any better. But I, I like you, truly believe there is answers and ways out of it. And even though people don't want to hear it, it does involve connecting yourself closer to back to earth, you know, um, whether it be grounding, whether it be sun eating, whether it be, you know, energy healing, meditating, you know, eat, eating lighter, eating herbs. I'm, I'm a big believer in fasting. Like I, I, I do a lot of intermittent fasting, I guess, just, you know, it's the popular term for it now. Just back in the day, it was eat when you're hungry, you know, people eat for taste and fun nowadays, and you don't really eat to survive. And I think that's a big, a big, big reason we have an obesity issue in America, because it's all about making it taste good so that you can come back and have some more instead of, you know, you need this because if you don't eat this, your body's not going to keep going. And, and we've gotten very, very far away from that. We've gotten very, very far away from earth, I think itself, which, which is a plan. Don't get me wrong. It's that anti-human agenda, but I believe things like your book and things like our conversations here on this show are the ways to get out of the matrix. You know, there's a, there's a few more things I can add in there, like, you know, good music and stuff like that. One of our, Host of all you all you guys out there that are regular listen, listeners and such know he is a uh, a techno DJ and like he, he makes his music with the intent of raising your vibration you know like that's that's just something he likes to put into his into his music and stuff like that and I think it's a very respectable thing you know you guys all get a taste of it every episode at the beginning of the show and so you know I think I think all of this stuff is things that you should really take in and I think. I think that you guys should take the time out of your day to go spend the 1999 and over here on Amazon and get the unchained life manual, because this dude has taken information that I know and hold dear to my heart and actually kind of put it all in one place to give to you, give to the world to, you know, help us in this awakening process. I, I think, I think we're on the way to separate worlds. There's going to be the people like you, me and bandit and other people that, have this mentality that are going to connect back to earth and be a part of earth. And then you have these other people that are going to go to these mega cities like in judge dread and, and try to be a part of the system with AI and things like that. And I, I don't, I don't want it for them, but I, at the same time, like I respect whatever anybody wants to do as long as they're not trying to force it on me. That's where I draw the line and we'll I stand just wish on my I would have found. Huh? I, I wish I would have done this sooner with myself you know, uh, hindsight's twenty twenty. Um, you know, I, I wish I wouldn't have abused my body when I was younger, only to you know find, hey, you know, my older self didn't quite enjoy that. You know, wish it's not. Taken- it's not too late at all. I mean, oh, and speaking of twenty twenty, when I started this process ten years ago, I wore glasses or contacts frequently. And I got to a point doing eye exercises and not wearing sunglasses and doing some uh, indirect sun gazing. I went back to the doctor, the, the ophthalmologist, and I am 2020 in both eyes now. And I was 2030 in one and in, in my right eye and 2035 in the left because I was in a car accident that broke every bone in the left side of my face. Holy crap. And I thought I was going to be wearing, I had reconstructive surgery on the jaw, the nose, the orbital bone, the cheekbone. Uh, that was a long time ago. That was actually after the 1995 Super Bowl. Um, and I was a passenger in, in a car wreck. Wow. But long story short, 
even the eyes can be healed. Yes. Nice. Yes, absolutely. I don't think there's, I don't think there's anything that this kind of stuff we're talking about and the stuff that's in your book that like can't, can't not, you know, heal people. Like I my, as I made mention, my wife is, you know, holistic and an energy healer and stuff in that sense. And I've watched not only with myself, but watched her do, you know, be diagnosed and then go back to the doctor later and the doctor be like, well, you're healed. And I don't know what, what you did different. And she, she figured out, you know, what was wrong and focused on fixing that between her energy healing or meditation and, and, and the proper herbs and, and foods. Cause you know, the, your food is medicine. And if you're eating the proper things in the proper ways, it can add on to all the other stuff that you're saying here to cure cancer, to cure yeah. eyesight, to cure, you know, the all earth kinds of will things. provide again, you know, anything you need, anything the earth will provide. The earth will provide. And there's, and there's all kinds of proof of this throughout the years, you know, even though it's, it's frowned upon and people call you a conspiracy theorist for looking at it. You know, like I've, I've seen the stuff with like B17 and I've seen the stuff with the soursop fruit and I've seen the stuff with, you know, just all the, all the different alkaline based foods, you know, bringing your acidic body down. And that's, there's a lot of acid and a lot of mucus in the sick American body. Like that's, that's a true thing. People, you know, and I mean, it does, I know it spreads a little bit around the world, but not as much as it is here. Like it's, it's bad here as someone who's seen other parts of the world. Like you, you think this third world country that they're starving. no, there's a lot more healthier people running around in the desert and other places than, or in the jungles and other places than we are living in a city. Like, and it's, and it's sad. I think society is a virus or at least modern society is a virus of its own. Metropolitan areas are toxic. They're toxic to physically and spiritually, man. They're toxic. Metropolitan areas. hundred percent, man. That's, that's why I try to spend a lot of time in the mountains because I live in a city with 160,000 people kind of by the, the Sierra foothills of Northern California, about 100 miles from Tahoe. But even a city like this is way too many people for me. The freeway noise, the, all of it. It's an energetic frequency that does not agree with homeostasis in the body. So that is why we have to ground and that is why mm -hmm. we have to have a routine. And that's why we need solitude in nature and meditation and all of the different things that have become a part of my life. So one thing that we need to remember is that when we retune the vehicle, there's a consciousness component involved. Our words that we use, the thoughts that we think matter. There was a guy named Emil Kue in the early 1900s that wrote a book called The Power of Conscious Autosuggestion. And he would have these seminars where people would chant a mantra, every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. Every day in every way, I'm getting better and better. And he received tens of thousands of letters from all across the world of people that experienced spontaneous miraculous healings simply from doing the mantra and modern day you have dr joe dispenza who's proven that that's real yeah yeah 
No, my 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 wife will tell you in a heartbeat, and I, I stand behind this too. The words "I am" are the most powerful words in the English language, and you need to yes. watch how you use them because mm-hmm. you will become whatever you say you are. Like that's that you know that's you. The English language itself is you know laced with spells and such like that as it is and through music and TV. And if you know how to use your use it to your advantage, you know it can be used, you know the same way that they're using it against you. You can use it for yourself in a positive manner. And- Mantras work, incantations work. I mean, they call it spelling for a reason. Yes. Uh, the Hollywood wand was made <laughs> yes. from the holly the holly tree. I mean, come on. It's like they're casting spells constantly. They pick the flicker rate of the TV to be a certain way. The frequency of the music, the lyrics, all the mainstream people that are promoted, they are casting spells. Look at what sports stadiums look like from a bird's eye view. They're gigantic eyeballs. Yep. They're energy harvesting facilities. Oh, yeah. No, you're opening up a whole new line of discussion here. Like these are well, they prey are, upon. Go ahead, go ahead, Jim Bob. Sorry, are, no, no, no. Like these are these these are all real things, and I think I was about oh, to say totally, to say man. Were, you know, they 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 prey upon the weak with the old like bread and circuses trick, and you know they they know how to use the. It's been going on for thousands of years. This is nothing new. It's yeah. thousands of years old, and it has worked through the centuries on people and it's still working today. It, it, I mean, and they, you know, they know how to use the architecture and stuff to help bring in that frequency of that control and stuff like that. You know, like you're saying like the shape of the eye and, and what is it? The, the obelisks all over the place. Like, you know, those are, those are all in places for specific reasons. These guys know what they're doing, you know, and, and, I've always I've always heard and I continue to say that symbology itself will be their downfall. And when you start seeing the symbology, as you mentioned earlier, Bandit, you can't you can't unsee it. You know, you can't get away from it. So you start you do start seeing it everywhere. And, you know, you see these these old breads, bread and circuses with whether it be sports or the movies or, you know, just God awful television. Like, you know, when I was younger, and it might just be that whole thing. I'm just getting older and complaining, but like, and I know it was a lot of the same stuff then, but I don't know. Like the, there was actual like sitcoms and stuff on the television and now it's Cartoons mostly all just reality. Totally and nonsense. They, and they, there was a change a big of change. cartoons and TV programs. There was yeah. a change and it was so noticeable. A hundred percent. Yeah. They just uh, went a different direction, you know. Like I've always, I've always had a fond place for cartoons. Don't get me wrong. I think, I think that's where a lot of people can understand that you can actually draw the line between, you know, imaginary and and reality, you know. And 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 when you start seeing, not only did the did the art start dying, but like just the scripts and stuff like that just became the same repetitive brainwashing nonsense, you know, along with the art too. Like, you know, all, all the cartoons now look the same. Like they're, they're drawn the same. There's no real difference. in like from Ninja Turtles to the X-Men to, you know, you know, like back in the day, you could make a distinguished variation in the actual art instead of what all of this computer generated nonsense is nowadays. Ultimately, their agenda is in the process of failing because it is so ridiculous and so asinine. 
and so contrarian to just the energetic frequency of what it means to be an awakened human being and so outside of natural law. It's in the process of failing. And anyone who's scared of these people, they are so ridiculous. They are so foolish and so predictable and so insane that you literally have to have three vaccines, be eating GMOs, drinking high fructose corn syrup, and taking multiple pharmaceutical medications to believe anything that any of these people are saying. Oh, but they do. They eat it up, man. But who is they? Who is they? Because we don't. The indoctrinated. The indoctrinated. Right. But how many do you, like, percentage-wise in America, what do you think the percentage is of people who are having conversations like we are versus following ABC, NBC, MSNBC, CNN, believing all that bullshit? Okay, I'll I'll break it down for you. I really will. I'll break it down for you. I've, I've, I've given thought to this. Um, I've mentioned this before. Um, Jim Bob, Jimmy knows what I'm talking about. They used COVID to draw a line right down the, right in the sand. It was not a, it was not a depopulation thing. It was not. Uh, it was a. It was a psyop of sorts, but it was not a deep. It was not a failed depopulation thing. They wanted to see where the population of the United States stood. Okay, who is going to wear the mask and get the vaccines? Who's going to be on the fence, and who is outright going to stand up against it? They used it to draw the sides of the population. I am saying about 50 to 60% of the population was absolutely obedient in wearing their masks ritually, ritualistically, getting those vaccines. It's about 50 to 60. About Uh, another 10% is, you know, the impressionable group, okay? You know, they could go either way. 20%, 25% are hardcore, I'm doing this. Nope, there's no way. I've seen what's been done in the past. I see where this is going. I'm not going to do it. That's about, we've got about 25, there's there's about 25% of the population that are having these, not necessarily these conversations, but these conversations in one form or another. About 25% of the population. Now, may I throw in my take on this, actually? Because I, I will say it's a little different. I think that the silent majority that me and you are always talking about, Vanda, is closer to the closer to the 50% range than the 25% range. And, and there was a lot more people that said no. But I'm not going to say it was at 50. I, I will say 48%. And I want to say that your 25% number is actually the people that are still riding around today by themselves in the car with a mask on. (laughs) And, and like, and then the rest of it, you know, like, I don't believe any of their numbers, any of their death numbers. You know, I believe they lie about the world being overpopulated and stuff like that. Like I, you know, I think all of that's a bunch of hoopla. And since I do believe it's a bunch of hoopla, I think that, I think there is more of us definitely on cue you know, on, on paying attention to 
what they're doing than we believe and they're and they're still just trying to fight this narrative as the ship's going down because me and you touched about that a lot too no matter what at the end of the day humanity still wins because especially when you are doing something as you said you know unchained as ridiculous as this is you know it's it's and it is becoming even more ridiculous each and every day especially if you watch you know anything on social media like today for example has been an absolute shit show on twitter and social media because of rulings by the supreme court and you're just like oh my god why are these people just going so ballistic over something that they clearly don't even understand like it's it's and i don't really think that it is that many people going ballistic over it i think the amount of people that are real when it comes to this subject are in you know are indifferent about something They'll bitch about anything. And yeah, yeah. And then, and then you've crazy. got that one group, you know, you've got that group that's televised and it's, and it's pushed with this agenda or whatever that are sure they're freaking out and having their whatever kind of crap fest they're having. But, but I just like to remember that everything you see come out of that idiot box is fake. Like there's, there's nothing that's on the news, even from whole my world is a stage, man. Whole world. Whole but world. see, when we have people like you unchained on this show, it shows that we will survive as a species if given the chance, you know, if there is not any type of like humanity ending cataclysmic event, if humanity is left to their own devices, we will survive. And people like us prove that point. We will survive as a species we will go on. I think us being here proves it. Like, look at how many atrocities have happened to humans throughout history. And that's what I said, outside of a cataclysmic event, humanity will go on. You know, humanity will continue. I don't think you're ever going to get your super volcano, buddy. I'm sorry. Nah, I don't think so. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think so. No. I think we could see some pretty gnarly earthquakes. I mean, usually the earthquakes are like Chile, you know, the Philippines, Thailand. One in the Middle East. They're going to hit. They'll hit over here eventually. Like, I, I, you know, the Cascadia fault line. um, You know, I think northwest coastal, uh, northwest United States, like Oregon, Washington. I think that could be a thing. Um, the San Andreas fault line, I would not be surprised to see another big one in Southern California. That's inevitable. I think I live on a fault line, believe it or not in Georgia. What, what do they call that one? We don't really like go around naming it anything. We just talk about the occasional earthquake. We just had one last week, actually. There was one on the Navy map. There was a Navy map of like, you know, the predicted map of 2030 and it looked like where the Mississippi River was that literally the whole country was split in half. And uh, a lot of it yeah. coastally was underwater, uh, you know, all that stuff. So and who knows if that's just another psyop, because ultimately, at least in, in, in my life, the, when there is no fear, like when we okay. do not subscribe to the frequency of fear, and we spend more time in love and gratitude and family and nature and motivation and creation, writing, reading, growing conversations like this, we create what we want, which ultimately is a better world. 
Spray your fucking chemtrails. Spray. So what was it? The Brevard Fault Zone. Okay. That that must be a small one. It is. It runs from Georgia, Alabama, and North Carolina, and is almost in the shape of a V. And uh, yeah, so we and it runs like down through downtown Atlanta. We it wasn't it wasn't major to like shake my house, but it was like a like a two on the Richter scale. Well, and everybody's got to be prepared, right? Like we have a very very fragile grid. We've got. Diesel trucks that deliver food all across the country with a just-in-time shipping system. The shelves are going to be empty in 72 hours, like regardless of any kind of major event. You just need to be prepared for a power outage or a tornado, depending on where you live. So there needs to be preparedness, but we don't need to go down the road of doomsday preppers because honestly, I'm not going to be living in the road. And my son and I talk about that. Like, he's like, dad, do you think that the future is going to be like that? And I'm like, absolutely not. That's what they want you to believe so that you're living in a frequency of fear. Yep. Yep. I don't subscribe to fear porn. That's right. That's right. You know, I mean, I know, I know I talk about some hard subjects and, you know, I try to tell people we're not out here trying to do, you know, fear. I like to bring awareness, but I'm not trying to, you know, make you scared of things. And I think there's ways to, to, you know, get around that, whether it be, whether it be these small, you know, working on your own community. That's something that I try to do here. Like we, there's a few more houses back here in the woods with me of some neighbors and stuff like that. And we, you know, we, we talk and barter on our own little system for that, for that just in case. I I really think there's going to be tribes, I guess you would say again, is, is what the future has in store for us. I mean, really, really. It, no, 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 you're right though, man. It's we have just a better to be Yeah, there'll be communities. Yeah. It'll be small Seriously, communities though, or tribes or however. If you, you ever feel it. yourself like getting down, the best thing I can tell anybody is to get out into nature. Yeah. Oh yeah. Get outside, get some sun get a garden going man go outside sit listen to the birds listen to the it is just you'll feel yourself just like this you know nature is amazing it does amazing things for the mind and the body well and the answer to all of this to all of our problems to everything that's going on across this infinite plane the solution has already been discovered by the World Peace Group. If you go to worldpeacegroup.org, they have found that the power of collective meditation has an effect on the field. So the 1993 Washington, D.C. crime study, they had 4,000 highly trained meditators work together in a convention center, and there was a 23% decrease in violent crime over the eight-week period of the study. And at the beginning of the study, the chief of police said to the organizers, he laughed at them and he said, the only thing that is going to cause a 23% decrease in crime during this eight weeks is 20 feet of snow. During the eight weeks, there was no significant snowstorms and the meditators caused a 23% decrease in violent crime. The Liverpool crime study, 120 highly trained meditators caused a 40% reduction in crime in Liverpool, where crime in the United Kingdom as a whole elevated by 30 or 40% collectively during the course of the study. They did one in Rhode Island about quality of life. 
they had a group of meditators that worked together, just focusing on peace, love, and harmony and prosperity. And what they found is that during the course of that program, there was decreased crime, more businesses started than ever before, increased prosperity, greater test scores at the schools, uh, overall quality of life improved in Rhode Island. So the answer is something called super radiance. Super radiance is an energetic frequency that is emitted by the collective power of meditation. And it does not take a high number of people to get there. So the more we meditate, not only does meditation cause a de decrease in cortisol in this vehicle, but if I'm meditating and you guys are in proximity, your cortisol levels will decrease as well because the mind emits a frequency to the universe that changes the field. I, I have no like disagreement with that. Like that sounds exactly like a lot of stuff that I, as far as like studying like the Emoto stuff and then other stuff that I've been into like that, that all correlates into, you know, just all of that. Like you, you can think your way, you know, meditate your way, speak your way to a better tomorrow, to a better reality. You know, I, I, I see it myself every day. I, I at one point in time was at, you know, a low point too, or I can relate to what you were saying where my life just felt meaningless even before I think it should have. And, and when you just start taking these, these changes and start making these, you know, steps in the right direction to not only heal your body and connect it back to earth, but you know, you just start to, to feel better in general, all the way around, you walk around with a smile on your face or, you know, and I, I, it's a running joke here that I'm a walking meme. I really look like this in real life and I really act like this in real life. And to kick it all off, I wear thigh high colorful socks and cowboy boots and shorts everywhere I go. Like everybody's just like, this guy is goofy looking. And I'm just like, Hey, you want to talk about it? You know, like, let's talk about it. Or I, I was coming out, I was coming out of the gas station the other day and, and this black guy stopped me and he goes, dude, I don't know what you're doing, but I love it. And I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, man. Like it's just be yourself. Like just let loose, relax. Just don't care find what other something people think. to laugh about every day. You know, I don't care what don't it is. Find what other people about. think about you, about you. I don't, because that's going to negatively impact you anyway. Yes. Yes. I mean, the last thing I'm worried about is what anybody's opinion is of me because, you know, but I will say if you got, if you've got that negative opinion of me, at least I know I made an impact enough that I'm on your mind and you're going to keep thinking <laughs> about it and probably think about the things that I said. And that ladies and gentlemen is cognitive dissonance. And if you just let it keep eating at you, eventually you're going to go look something up that I'm talking about. And you're going to be like, Oh man, the funny guy in the pirate hat isn't crazy. <laughs> Oh, yeah, this so is this is great, you guys. I, I really appreciate the invite. Uh, yeah, this is awesome. You know, and I'll 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 do it again anytime. I don't know what what your what your timeline is. Like, how long do you like to keep these shows going? But I've got plenty more topics. I just don't know how long you want to keep the line open. We we, we, we we usually tend to run about an hour, maybe hour and a half tops um, generally. Um, okay. And a big thing, though, what I am about is definitely, you know, you coming part back. Part two. Whoever want to come back to a part two, part three. You know, I've, I'll always make a space for an exciting guest with such a great perspective. Like, you know, I'll I, come I, back. I'll come back anytime, you know, and this is actually 
motivating me to keep going because it's just good to know that there's people like you guys out there that are getting it. Like, you know, when we could, and, and next time we can get into blue beam, paperclip, majestic 12, fishbowl, high you know, jump. I, I've actually got, um, I, the, I'm doing a series coming up after the fourth. That's going to be kind of around blue beam and high jump and stuff like that. Um, we're and you know, the Nazis coming over here during paperclip or whatever, we're going to do a, uh, a multi-part series and on that and i would absolutely oh, love if you would join us for an episode of it that i think would be make it happen fantastic. i mean most people are literally still living in disneyland where they think that the silhouette oh uh-oh uh-oh ron and walt disney were best buddies and that this whole thing is a cgi magic show it's crazy I I am uh, I I buy into uh, you know something I talk about a lot is not only the actor based reality theory, but uh, that we see you. A lot of people have I guess their different theories about Earth, and I I I, I talk about one where it is called spaceship theory, and we're like in that in that inevitable un ongoing plane at the bottom of an ocean, and it was you know. It's a whole wild thing. You can actually check some past episodes where I've talked about it. And I kind of took parts from some stuff David Ick had talked about that I had learned from him and, you know, some other stuff with another, with that other guy that I do episodes with on another show, uh, Josh Reed on the Red Pill Project and stuff. He's me and him and just putting our brains together. That's just one of those it. things we've kind of, we've kind of come up with. We call it, we, you know, we call it, it's not really that we invented it, but we just kind of go around back and forth talking about it being, spaceship theory like it's it's some neat stuff that's something i totally recommend looking in because there is definitely some information about it out there um and and like we're we're all over the place we like to talk about a little bit of it all whether it be conspiracy whether it be true history hidden history we've we've done tartaria we cover the list of things we we love to have good conversation and i love to mix other people in like you know we have our array of our co-hosts but we also have an array of returning guests because you come on here and just seem to have a great time. And, and that's what I like. That's the best thing I think there is, is for you to come. I had back. a blast. Yeah, this was great. I love talking about this stuff. I think it's good for the soul. Absolutely. And I, I appreciate you. And I, I'm so glad that we in, influenced you to, you know, want to do it some more too. Like that's, that's kind of what led us to here. I've been on the, the quest for truth for 20 plus years. And I was at a point where I was going to give up because I thought people were getting dumb and, COVID kind of saved it, believe it or not, when COVID happened and drew that proverbial line that Bandit was talking about, I seen so many people coming out of it. And I was just like, wait a minute, I can't go anywhere. This is apparently my time. <laughs> and, and, you know, so it led to the show and meme pages and all kinds of stuff that, of course, you know, all our listeners and followers you can find out there. And as far as Unchained, you guys, you know, I'll make sure that you guys have links to not only his website, but his TikTok and his book directly on Amazon right there so that you guys can get get to checking that out because I, I'm going to be reading it myself, actually, and I totally want everybody else to give it a look because it's full of information that things that I already kind of know that are true that I try to explain to you guys, but this fellow was wise enough to put it all into books and put it into a, a way that maybe you can understand it better than my jabbering does when I get carried away. So, but of course, you know, I'll, I'll make sure I share that stuff for you guys and that world peace research that he mentioned. I'm going to make sure you guys can uh, check that link out so that you guys know what's going on with that. And as usual, 
everybody that's out there, uh, make sure you check out our our sponsors, of course, because we do have a couple folks sponsoring this, this show here going on for us. We've got our Kirk Elliott PhD. You guys can give a check out. He get you consulted on some gold and stuff like that. Real good guy. We've got my wife's business, Peachy Key Creations. She makes soaps and she's an energy healer and does uh, teas and stuff like that. A lot of herbal stuff. You can reach out to her and she'll give you some great advice on some stuff. Then you can also check out on unconstitutionalawakening.com, our merch store. You can go down there and find you some awesome merch with uh, our Unconstitutional Awakening labels and stuff on it. And like I said, I'll make sure that we have all of Unchained's labels, say, uh, links out there for you guys to check out that are listening and watching. And we'll see you guys, of course, next time on Unconstitutional Awakening. I appreciate you guys coming on this evening, and y'all have a fantastic evening. Thank you. Uh-huh.